When it says, Jesus opened up their eyes that they might comprehend the scriptures. We pray that for ourselves tonight. And the prayer of David, who said, Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things from your word. Lord, you know the exact situation that all of us are in tonight. What has gone on today? What are the circumstances of our life, of our week? And you alone are able, Lord, to penetrate into those arenas and to minister to us. I pray, Father, that tonight you would do just that, that you would break the word of life as bread and feed us, your people. In Jesus' name, amen. It seems a little bit unfair to just jump into a section of Ephesians without getting the benefit of all of the background and the context, and I'm always one to hammer on context because it's the first rule of interpreting any text. You interpret any text in the light of its context. So let me draw a brief picture of this book. Ephesians could be seen as the wealth, the walk, and the warfare of the believer. Those three words are a basic outline of the book. The first three chapters talk about what we have and how we walk in the Lord. Chapter 4 talks all about what we do in obeying Christ as it delves into all the different areas of our life, including with our employers, our employees, and our family. And then finally, after discussing that we are in Christ, the resources that we have, how to walk in Christ, the last section of it, in chapter 6, this section deals with the warfare that we have as we grow in Christ. So the first part talks about the fruitful Christian. This last part talks about the hassled Christian. And you've got to understand you can never separate fruitfulness from being hassled. The more you're fruitful, in fact, the more hassled you'll get. Throughout our Christian life, we have warfare seemingly on every single front. Think of Jesus. He began his ministry in conflict for 40 days out in the desert. The devil was after him, and we get a little cameo in the Gospels of those events. He ended his ministry in conflict, whereas in the Garden of Gethsemane, that great temptation to turn aside, and he struggled and he wrestled so that great drops of sweat as blood came from his forehead. Which should show us right off the bat that just because you grow as a Christian does not mean that the warfare gets easier. In fact, I would say it intensifies, wouldn't you? It intensifies. The closer you get to the Lord, the more commitments you make, the more of a threat you are to the kingdom of darkness, the devil's not going to take it sitting down. There will be a counterattack, and time fails us to provide for all of the examples and testimonies of how you've been hassled throughout your Christian life, but we know it's true. Now, Paul wrote this book about 10 years after his visit to Ephesus. This is what happened. He went to Ephesus, taught for about three months in the synagogue, had tremendous success. But the unbelieving Jews hassled him. He moved his ministry to something called the School of Tyrannus, whatever that was. It was some kind of an open forum for him to teach. Altogether, he spent three years in the marketplace, the School of Tyrannus, and the synagogues proclaiming the gospel. 
But at every turn, the more inroads he made for the gospel, the worse the opposition got for him. Fake Jewish exorcists persecuted him. Unbelieving Jews kicked him out of the synagogue. Demetrius the silversmith and all of his buddies who were making idols to the goddess Diana wanted to boot him out of town and had a big ruckus over this preacher named Paul the Apostle. And Paul wrote to the Corinthians and he said that he wanted to stay in Ephesus a while longer because, in his own words, a wide door for effective service has been opened to me and there are many adversaries. It's interesting how those two go together, isn't it? We think, well, if there's an effective door and God's going to bless me, it's just going to be fabulous. I'm just going to walk in constant victory and blessing upon blessing. True.